Hey there, everybody. Welcome on into a Mock Draft Monday, the final Mock Draft Monday here at the Locked On Patriots podcast. I'm Marty Schofield back in the big chair for today, April 22nd, 2019. What we're doing today, my final mock draft here using fan speak, doing some trades or trying to do some trades, trying to address what Bill Belichick might do in this weekend's 2019 NFL draft. A little bit later, also going to have your final mocks as submitted by you, the great listeners to the Locked On Patriots podcast. Also going to give you a roadmap for the week ahead. We're going to do some final positional countdowns. We're going to address defensive line and edge. Then we're going to do top five at each position. And then as the draft unfolds, I will be with you every step of the way. If the Patriots make a pick, as soon as I possibly can, I will hop to the microphone to try to break it down for you, announce the pick, do some little snippets on each player as this draft unfolds. Also, we are coming off of a holiday weekend. For those of you who did observe, happy Passover, happy Easter to all of you. I hope you had some time to pause, reflect, and celebrate with family and friends. Let's get into it with the usual reminders. Follow me on Twitter at Mark Schofield. Check out the work at places like InsideThePylon.com, Pro Football Weekly, The Score, Matt Waldman's Rookie Scout and Portfolio, a trio of SB Nation websites, including Big Blue View, Bleeding Green Nation, where I co-host the QB Sco Show, and of course, Pat's pulpit. Let's get into it right now. Patriots on the clock here at 32. I'm using a CBS aggregate board. Team user voted team needs for all the teams. I'm using multiple boards for the other teams, so I don't really know what the other teams are looking at, so I can't really game the system. This is on the difficult setting. And my options at 32, Dexter Lawrence, Jeffrey Simmons, Chris Lindstrom, Daniel Jones, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Jonathan Abram, Kelvin Harmon. Those are kind of the names in the mix here, as well as Dalton Risner. And I think when push comes to shove, I think it's going to come down, if this is the way this board falls, the Patriots are going to look at either Lawrence or Simmons on the defensive line, Lindstrom and Risner on the offensive line. And I'm going to lean towards the offensive guys here. I know that Defensive line and edge might be a need for this team. They certainly are. But you look at the loss of Trent Brown, Isaiah Wynn potentially slotting in at left tackle, but you don't quite know what you're going to get. He'll technically still be a rookie because he didn't really see action last year. He's coming off an Achilles. You lose the Adrian Waddle. I think if the board falls this way, they're going to look at Lindstrom and Risner very hard. I like both players. And when push comes to shove for me, I think the fact that they sent Skarnekia out to work out Lindstrom I think that's going to really weigh in his favor. So the pick at 32, Chris Lindstrom from Boston College. Now that will bring us into the second round here. And even though I'm getting some trade proposals, I don't want to move out of the second round because now we need to address wide receiver. We need to address tight end and we need to do it fast. Now, the New England Patriots have an opportunity here to address tight end pretty quickly at this point. They could probably move up a bit if they wanted to to get make sure that they get the tight end that they want. But seeing the board and the way it's fallen, they might not need to do that. Seeing some players go off the board now, Adebo Samuel in this mock at 51 to the Titans, for example. But now the Patriots are on the clock. At 56, we hunt in there. We're going to get our tight end, Jay Sternberger from Texas A&M. Love the way he runs the seam route. I think that's going to be a perfect fit for the way the Patriots handle the tight end position, what they ask their tight ends to do. Now on the clock at the end of the second round, this is coming down to a couple of different wide receivers. Emmanuel Hall, Andy Isabella, Miles Boykin. I keep coming back to Emmanuel Hall. 
I look at his skill set. I look at how he can handle the press at times. I look at the way he can beat receivers on the boundary. That's what the Patriots need. So Emmanuel Hall from Missouri, he is the pick at the end of the second round. That's going to bring us into the third round. We're going to do the day one and two picks here to start off this show. Now, we still have three picks here in the third round, but I kind of want to watch how things are panning out because I don't want to be out on the outside looking in for a couple of different players. Now, we are on the clock here with that first third round pick. Now, we could address quarterback. Ryan Finley, Will Greer, Tyree Jackson, Jarrett Stidham all on the board. We could address, say, defensive edge. But this is thinned out a bit. We could address defensive line. This is thinned out a bit too. Colleen Saunders is there. Or we could go versatility up front. A player I keep coming back to, Charles Omenahu from Texas. He is going to be the pick here. Now, winding our way through the rest of the third round. Going to see how this board falls before we sort of address what we're going to do. And now, Patriots are back on the clock here. At the this next spot in the draft, it is the 97th pick. And this is a bit frustrating. I was eyeing two quarterbacks. They both came off the board. Ryan Finley and Will Greer, both gone by pick 97. So we're going to have to wait on addressing the quarterback positions, and we're not going to do it here. Looking around the rest of the needs. We've got some wide receivers that are still kind of intriguing. Miles Boykin, for example. Jacoby Myers, for example. Probably push on that for a little bit. I look at the overall board. We've got some options, including maybe a Caden Smith, but we just did tight end. Not going to do that. A bunch of running backs here. As far as this board is listed. So I'm going to be kind of wary of making that position a selection right now. And so looking at the way this board has fallen. I'm not really feeling too good about what our options are right now. So I'm going to explore trading out. Believe it or not. Unfortunately, no willing trade partners to be found. So that leaves us here on the clock to make this pick. And looking around the way this board has fallen... We're going to address the edge position. That seems to be the best value available here. So Christian Miller from Alabama is going to be the pick here at 97, having missed out on some of the quarterbacks that I had been eyeing. Now the Patriots are on the clock again. Some trade offers have come to us. We could trade out. We could get a fourth-round pick at 17 and a fifth-round pick at 6 with the Browns. Or we could get some Packers picks, a fifth, two sixths, and a seventh. We've already got a lot of picks. So I don't think we need to sort of trade down here. Although, looking around the board, maybe it does make a little bit of sense. There's not a lot here. So we're going to go wide receiver yet again. Another player we're going to double dip at this position. We're going to go Miles Boykin from Notre Dame. A lot of people sort of like his fit in New England. And so that's what we're going to do. And so that gets us through... The first two days of this draft. To sort of recap, what have we done so far? Well, we address a couple of different needs so far in this mock draft. We've addressed the offensive line with Chris Lindstrom, Jay Sternberger, the tight end, Emmanuel Hall, the wide receiver, Charles Omenahu, defensive line, Christian Miller, edge, and wide receiver again, Miles Boykin. Now I want to start looking for some value as we get going through the rest of this draft. And that's going to be in the next part of this mock draft Monday here at Locked On Patriots.
Mark Schofield back with you now on this Mock Draft Monday here at Locked On Patriots. And I do sort of want to make an announcement here. While you're away, the Patriots have made a trade. Send in a future fourth and a couple of the seventh rounders, three of the seventh rounders to be exact, to the Arizona Cardinals for the pick starting off the fifth round. That gives us pick 32 in the fourth round and then the first pick in the fifth round. Now, I'm doing this for a reason. I'm eyeing quarterbacks. I want to make sure that I can get my guy so I don't want to miss out. And besides, look, those seventh round picks, they weren't doing too much for me to begin with. And so we're watching the board, seeing how it falls here as we work our way through the fourth round. And the Patriots are now on the clock here with that pick at the end of the fourth round. And there's a couple of different directions we can go. We could look at, say, the linebacker spot, perhaps a position of need. Chase Hansen from Utah, he's a player that's gotten a little bit of buzz. Khalil Hodge, I think he's going to be a Patriot somehow, maybe a post-draft signing. You could look at, say, the safety spot. This is thinned out a bit. Mike Bell from Fresno State, Marvell Tell from USC. Those are some guys I'm eyeing. But sitting here, as much as it pains me to do it, no Brett Rippon. I think that ship will sail. I think the Patriots do address quarterback here. Clayton Thorson might be a guy that the Patriots like, but I'm going to lean towards Jared Stidham from Auburn. I think he would be a great fit in New England's offense. I think this would be an ideal situation for him. And so the Patriots perhaps get that mid-round quarterback that everybody kinds of th- kind of thinks that they will be drafting. And I will say, if that is the pick, I would be pretty excited about it. Now the Patriots are going to be on the board right away, starting off the fifth round on the clock. number of different directions they could go into. Now, what I think we might want to do here, this might make some sense. Double dipping at the tight end spot. There are a couple ways we could go with it. The player I'm going to draft is going to be Dax Raymond, Utah State. I love him. Huge fan of him. Love the way he plays the game. And so that's going to be the pick here. And so getting those two picks near near each other at the end of the fourth and right up the top in the fifth, I like the way that sort of pans out. That gives us the quarterback and the double dip at tight end. I really like the way that sort of came together. Now we're going to see... What we can do with those final two picks. We have two left, one at the end of the sixth, one at the end of the seventh. And we're going to really just look for value. Yes, safety might be in need. I've talked about safety a lot here on these shows. But, you know, the more I think about the safety position, it might be something that, you know, given the versatility of a Jason McCourty, given the fact that Patrick Chun looks to be coming back, they still got Harmon, they've still got McCourty, it might not be the need that we think it is. And so trying to go early on a safety Maybe it's not the biggest need. And there's still some options. We've got the two kids from BC, Will Harris, Lucas Dennis, so we might not need to do that. Um, We could still do it eventually. Now, we're going to be on the clock here in a second, looking at the end of the sixth round. And the board has sort of thinned out a bit. Stanley Morgan from Nebraska just came off the board. He might be a player that people like. We're going to see Jalen Hurd come off the board. He's another player that's been mocked to the New England Patriots a lot. So maybe that one stings a little bit. But still, we're getting to the end of the sixth round, and so you're looking for maybe some guys that can bring something extra to the table. And so as I look at the board, you know, I look at two options here now that we're on the clock. We've got maybe Will Harris from Boston College or Khalil Hodge, the linebacker from Buffalo. And I think Hodge is going to be a Belichick type of player. Maybe the numbers and the testing aren't that great, but I think that Bill Belichick is going to look at the production, look at the way he plays the game, maybe look at, say, you know, drafting, you know, some of the players that they did last year, and you say, look, you know, Juwan Bentley, people thought he was going to be a guy that couldn't play in today's National Football League. Looked like he could do it. So maybe similar vein, Khalil Hodge. So we're going to address the linebacker position with him. Now, finally, we're going to have our last pick. We only have one more pick left. 
pick 32 in the seventh round, having shipped some of those away to get up to get that first pick in the fifth round. And again, with that pick, we drafted Dax Raymond, the tight end from Utah State. Now, it's going to pain me to see Brett Rippon come off the board, but as much as I still love the idea of Brett Rippon in New England, I think it would be a fantastic fit for him. I think the Patriots might be looking in a different direction. So you see Brett Rippon go off the board to the Giants, the pick before the Patriots come on to the clock. And so some remaining needs, at least as voted on by the users, offensive tackle, running back, and safety. Offensive tackle is pretty thin at this point. You know, running back, I don't really think it's a need. Bruce Anderson of North Dakota State is certainly a player in the mix. But I'm going to look at Andrew Wingard from Wyoming. He's a player that people really liked when they were studying Josh Allen last year. They liked him. He's really sort of fallen off the map a bit. But I like some of the versatility he can bring. And so that is going to be the pick there. And that's going to sort of wrap things up for us. That's going to wrap up this draft. New England Patriots addressing some of their needs. Maybe not all. Here's the road down on the entire mock draft, the final mock draft here at Locked on Patriots. Chris Lindstrom at 32. Jay Sternberger, the tight end, at 56. Emmanuel Hall, the wide receiver from Missouri, at 64. We made the picks in the third round. All three of them, Charles Omenahu, the defensive lineman slash edge defender from Texas. Kristen Miller, the edge defender from Alabama. And Miles Boykin, double dipping a wide receiver there at the 37th pick, pick 101 overall. Then we get the two picks here. In the, I mean, excuse me, the one pick in the fourth round, we get Jared Stidham, quarterback from Auburn at 134. Then part of that trade up, we get Dax Raymond from Utah State with the first pick in the fifth round. Khalil Hodge, linebacker from Buffalo at 205. And then Andrew Wingard, safety from Wyoming at 246. We had just the one trade moving up to that fifth round spot, that first pick in the fifth round to get the previously mentioned Dax Raymond from Utah State. So that will do it for my final mark. There it is. It's guaranteed to be completely wrong, but that's how I see it sort of playing out, at least in part, come this weekend. Up next, your final mocks. That is ahead on this final mock draft Monday here at Locked on Patriots. Mark Schofield back with you now to close out this final mock draft Monday of the 2019 draft season. And you probably noticed some different bump music today. After all, this is the final countdown. So that's what we'll roll with today. A little final countdown from Europe. And let's close this out by getting through some of your mock drafts. Got a couple of mocks in to break down for you. The first comes to us from fantastic friend and listener to the show. Isaac Gogol, he is on Twitter at XXISAACGOGELXX. Please do give Isaac a follow. He goes aggressive out of the gate at the wide receiver spot at 32, Hakeem Butler from Iowa State, and at 56, Debo Samuel from South Carolina. I like both of those players. I think both of those players could find some fits in New England and getting them both, I think, 
is not a bad way to approach fixing the wide receiver position. Then at 64, he goes with Jay Sternberger, the tight end from Texas A&M. So that's offense, offense, offense out of the gate. I like all three players. And Amani Hooker, the safety from Iowa at 73. Then at 97, quarterback. Will Greer from West Virginia. I do like the Greer fit. I think if he is there at 97, I think he might be the pick for the New England Patriots. I would have done it had he been on the board for me in my final mock, but he wasn't. So we went in a different direction. At 101, he goes down Khalid Warren. And then at 134, interior defensive lineman Kingsley Kiki. He's a very intriguing prospect. He might have the versatility to play both on the interior and on the edge in a 4-3 front. Maybe a Trey Flowers type ceiling with him. Very intriguing type of prospect. Offensive tackle Isaiah Price, an edge Austin Bryant at 239, 243 running back LJ Scott, 246 edge Sharif Miller, and a 252 kick returner specialist Deontay Harris. Very intriguing mark from our great friend Isaac. Please do give him a follow. Again, he is on Twitter at XXISAACGOGELXX. Next mock comes to us from Jacob Allard at J-A-L-L-A-R-D-1-2-2-2-9. Give Jacob a follow. He goes in some similar directions as our previous mock from Isaac. At 32, Hakeem Butler, the wide receiver from Iowa State. At 56, Irv Smith from Alabama. The Patriots addressing the tight end with that first pick in the second round. And with the second pick in the second round, Deontay Thompson, safety from Alabama. Like both of those picks. At 73, Zach Allen, the edge from BC. I think if he's around in that third round range, I think that's a good fit for him. And I think his fit in New England might make some sense. He does, in a sense, remind me a bit of Sam Hubbard. I think Hubbard a bit more athletic, but they seem to sort of have that Patriot-type vibe to them. At 97, there you go. Will Greer, quarterback, West Virginia. Clayne Saunders, interior defensive lineman, Western Illinois at 101. Linebacker Tevion Conley at 134. That's a name I've seen mocked to the Patriots a lot. Durin Gray, excuse me, offensive tackle at 205, 239. There's that man again, LJ Scott, running back from Michigan State. CeCe Jefferson, edge, 243. Mitch Hyatt, offensive tackle from Clemson. He comes off the board at 246. Then with the final pick in this mock, again from our friend Jacob, it is Derek Beatty. The cornerback from Kentucky. And what's interesting about him is Patriots have met with a lot of the Kentucky secondary players. Now, they faced Debo Samuel. They faced Georgia. They faced Jay Sternberger. So maybe that part of that was getting some insight on those guys. But when you look at this guy, uh, Derek Beatty from Kentucky, 4.31 in the 21-yard shuttle, 7.06 in the three-cone. Intriguing type player, good height and weight and size, might lack some arm length. His arms come in at just 31 and a half inches. But again, if you're worried about length, okay, but I don't think we worry about that too much here at Locked On Patriots. Three-year starter in a deep secondary, you know the Patriots will like that. Played in a variety of coverage, so he has some schematic flexibility to him. So he'd be a very interesting pick there at 252. Again, Give our friend Jacob a follow on the Twitter machine at J-A-L-L-A-R-D-1229. We got two mocks from our friend Jim Reynolds at Studio underscore Jim. First one, at 32, Noah Fant, tight end from Iowa. Then at 56, Debo Samuel, another name again. Another repeat customer here in this final mock draft Monday. At pick 56, at pick 64, Titus Howard. That's a name I've seen a couple of times. Uh, offensive tackle from Alabama State. At 79, Shahashi Polite. The Edge from Florida at 97. Dalen Mack, defensive lineman, Texas A&M. Jared Stidham at 101. There we go. Repeat between my mock and Jim's. Khalid Warren, 
Tight end from San Diego State at 117. There's a little bit of a trade there. Running back, Miles Sanders. That's an interesting pick. Some people have him RB1, 134. 205, that 32nd pick in the sixth round. Preston Williams, wide receiver, Colorado State. Alex Bard, guard from Notre Dame. Armin Watts, defensive line from Arkansas. Saquon Hampton, the safety from Rutgers. Got a feeling he's going to end up in New England. He's a safety pick at 246. And then Sione linebacker from BYU at pick 252. Jim also gave us a different mock. He traded into next year as well um, in this second mock. Let's go through the picks and then we'll talk about the trades. At 32, Jeffrey Simmons, defensive lineman from Mississippi State. Again, medical retro type situation. At 64, Jay Sternberger. At 73, that first of the three round, thir- first of the three third round picks. Uh, Michael Hardman, the wide receiver from Georgia. Then we get a little bit of a trade. We'll talk about this in a second, but he comes up to 93 to get Josh Oliver, tight end from San Jose State. And then at 97, Miles Boykin, the X type receiver from Notre Dame. Then at pick 37, and 101 spot, Max Sharp, an offensive tackle from Northern Illinois. Jared Stidham at 126 in the fourth round. So there's another trade there. Then Justin Hollins at pick 134 overall, the 32nd pick in the fourth round. The edge from Oregon. I kind of like that fit. And then Jalen Hurd, getting him where they do. He moves up a bit in the sixth round, getting him a pick 196. Mark Fields, cornerback from Clemson at 239. Saquon Hampton again, 243. Amar Watts, the defensive lineman from Arkansas. And then Tyler Romer. A 252 offensive tackle from San Diego State. The trades that went down, uh, we sent. Let's see. This is we sent that pick at 54. Excuse me, 56. This 204, the 24th pick in the second round. Uh, we received. We sent that to the Jets, and we got that pick. The 29th pick in the third round. The 23rd pick in the sixth round. A future second and a future fourth. That's not a bad little haul. I like that trade there, Jim. And then we sent a future fourth. Might have been the one that we got in that trade with the Jets. And that pick in the sixth round of pick 32 to move up in the fourth round to round four, pick 24. And that was the GRH Stidham selection. I like the way Jim worked the board there. Kind of a fan of what he did there. So that's a nice mock. I've liked all these mocks and a lot of the names we've seen so far. Again, you can follow Jim on Twitter at studio underscore Jim. And then the final mock we got from the one and only Dave Archibald. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave Archie. At 32, Jerry Tillery, interior defensive lineman from Notre Dame. At 56, Debo Samuel, wide receiver, South Carolina. At 64, Jay Sternberger, tight end, Texas A&M. Joe Juwan Williams, corner, Vanderbilt at 73. Bobby Evans, offensive tackle from Oklahoma at 97. Miles Boykin, wide receiver from Notre Dame at 101. Mike Edwards at 134, the safety from Kentucky. Wyatt Ray, edge, BC at 205. And then in the seventh round picks, here we go. A 243, I'm skipping 239. A 243, Hunter Renfro from Clemson. A 246, running back Tony Pollard from Memphis. A 252, Therese Hall, linebacker Missouri. And a 239, the one and only Brett Rippett, quarterback, Boise State. Again, give Dave a follow on the Twitter machine, at Dave Archie. Now, there it is, folks. It is indeed the final countdown. Thanks to all who sent in mocks. Please, please, please follow everybody who sent in a mock. Show them some love on the Twitter machine. That will do it for the mocks. Maybe we'll do some mock draft roundup type stuff if people put out final mocks over the course of the week. But we're into top fives and countdowns and things like that. And then it's into the draft. It is finally here. That will do it for today. I will be back tomorrow. Until next time, keep it locked right here. To me, Mark Schofield and Locked on Peter.